Not on the journey alone, on walking and riding and walking and riding. Uh, a reading from a recent post as of November 30th, 2019. This is one of those lessons that I learn over and over again. You are not alone, nor should you be. I'm aware that it speaks to something foundational for me, and perhaps for you. As for me, I've been walking and hiking more of late, mostly due to a running injury that has kept me from logging my usual mile after mile. In its place, my time has been consumed with writing and editing ahead of signing a book contract, revamping websites, adjusting online profiles so that it all fits some marketing niche. Yes, you can tell I don't exactly love this part. But there it is. One step, another step. Watch where you step. Listen to where others encourage you to step. Walk with them. You see, I'm used to running on my own, at my own pace, which is not so slow, I must say. Running solo typically means getting up early, lacing up my shoes, and going for a run when I want to, for as long as I want to. But at this point, I am a middle-aged runner with an injury. And when you're injured, your first best step is to deny, 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 right? But the pain reminds you. And when you decide that you can try to go out for a longer run this time, the injury will remind you that you are in a season of one step at a time. It may also be helpful to reach out for some help along the way. Which brings me to the writing piece. My lovely wife and I have signed a book contract. Now this has come after many hours, especially for her, of blogging and writing, self-publishing her own book, eventually me catching up and self-publishing my own work. A lot of work to secure a literary agent and agency and finally getting to the point of having an actual contract with a publisher. Phew, this process has been a journey, a journey that has been step by step by step, word by word by word, and in the end, we haven't been alone. Each part of the way, it feels that we have gathered additional support for the journey. Initially, it was my wife and I deciding to try to have an eight-week class on anxiety, by combining sound clinical information with Christian spiritual practices. To our delight, we had a class full who wanted to walk that journey with us. We wrote and led and learned from the class participants. And we wrote and revised, rewrote and changed based on what seemed to work and what didn't work in that class setting and the two classes after. We imagined what it would be like for someone to read the book as an individual, not in a class at a church, and not with a clinician or pastoral counselor alongside them. And along the way, we picked up supporters, people saying, you can do this. A supportive agent, an agency, and now a publisher and editor that are excited about these next steps. For me, it connects to a quote from Anne Lamott. She writes, Writing and reading decrease our sense of isolation. 
They deepen and widen and expand our sense of life. They feed the soul. It's like singing on a boat during a terrible storm at sea. You can't stop the raging storm, but singing can change the hearts and spirits of the people who are together on that ship. So, on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, we were grateful for a supportive conversation with our editor. He gave us helpful and supportive feedback, and we feel that we have another person to help us know where to step and to accompany us on this journey. There's still steps to go and sights to see along the way. We've got some revising to do. We will be part of a team that chooses a cover for the book that makes decisions about audience and marketing, but also gets to launch a book out into the world that is full of God's grace for people who are struggling with anxiety. And for those of you who have taken a lot of these steps with us, thank you. We're all still on the path, taking it step by step, and we are grateful for your presence with us.